Hello, I'm Paul Heaney, Editorial Director, and welcome to Design World's Technology Tuesdays podcast for January 13th, 2015. Thanks for joining us. Today's topic is fluid power, and I'm speaking with Phil O'Neill of Aventix. Appreciate you being here, Phil. Today we're going to talk a little bit about pneumatic actuators, or air cylinders if you prefer, and where this technology is trending today. So let's get started. What are some of the technological advances, either your companies or in general, that you see that have improved the performance of pneumatic actuators or helped get them into new applications over the past few years? For us, that's a, a twofold answer, but they're very much interrelated. First of all is a, a, a cushioning technology that we developed um, some years ago, probably about 10 plus years ago, um, in response to demands from the sawmill industry. Mm-hmm. And what we found was a lot of companies were not designing very well optimized cushions. Um, most suppliers will offer either a fixed bumper or an adjustable pneumatic cushion. And what we found was a combination of the two gives you a really, really good performance after you start to optimize all of the air paths for the uh, exhaust through the, um, the restriction on the cushion. And what that has let us do is go into applications where, I gave the example of sawmill, so let's stick with that. Customers were using big, heavy steel NFPA cylinders that were just beating themselves to death. Sure. And what we found was the problem with them beating themselves to death was because they weren't adequately cushioned. We've gone into several OEMs around the country, in fact, around the world over the last few years, and we've been able to replace these big, heavy steel cylinders with much smaller, lightweight aluminum cylinders that can do the job better than the steel cylinders because we can reduce vibration to a minimum. And in lots of cases, we've even increased throughput by increasing the speed of the trim saws that they're using in the mills. The, uh, the second thing that we've developed is uh, some measurement technology for actually measuring the speed of a, pist- a cylinder piston. So we can set up the cylinders very consistently and repeatably across multiple installations. And that gives you a great advantage when you're trying to synchronize movements. And we found that to be uh, very advantageous to our customers who are trying to optimize throughputs. Okay, so so other than the sawmills, are there any other industries that you see, Phil, as, as spurring changes in the design of pneumatic actuators? We found the same effect in several and we've gotten good results by using the same technology in replacing small, what people would call like compact cylinders, where you only have an adjustable, uh, so you don't have an adjustable cushion, you just a fixed one. So people oversize the, um, the cylinder, and that increases their air consumption, making them more costly, and also physically larger. We've found that there's uh, a lot of advantages in multiple industries, I can't really nail it down to one, mm-hmm. where just increased throughput and lower cost through energy efficiency is a guaranteed payback in a very short space of time. Okay, um, are, there, are there any specific applications you could talk about, uh, you know, where engineers use your actuator to improve their design specifically? Yeah, moving away from cushions, um, we've got a range of corrosion resistance um, actuators where that's just been a problem solver. It's not in the performance of the actuator, but it makes them much more long-lasting in the application. And we found that all across the board from machine tool, where you've got cutting oils that could be um, damaging other actuators, 
to food processing where we have to stand up to a, a caustic washdown. Do you, do you see at Eventix uh, that the actual manufacture or distribution of cylinders has changed over the last few years, and, and if so, how? For the manufacture, we use um, almost like a, a kit approach. We have what we call a, a lead plant where we do most of our manufacturing for standard cylinders. We've optimized our manufacturing so that we use pre-assembled head caps pistons so that we can manufacture and deliver cylinders very, very quickly. In a rush situation, it could be same day, next day, and we've got a program called Quick Ship where we can guarantee a three-day delivery for maybe a half a dozen cylinders without really breaking a sweat these days. All we have to do is cut the stroke materials to length, assemble them, and test them. And I should mention that we do 100%, 100% test all of our actuators that we build here. And customers seem to be very happy with the, that aspect of the performance. So you're asking about some um, changes in trends, Paul. What we're finding is rather than the traditional stocking distributor delivering standard components off the shelf, now we're able to deliver custom, either custom stroke or custom assemblies, cylinders with rod accessories, flow controls, mounts, switches, out of the factory to customer specifications in a couple of days where that would have taken a week or two if someone had to engineer them manually as we did, you know, eight, ten years ago. So that, that's uh, been one, a couple of changes for us, just the complexity of what we can deliver quickly and the fact that we're delivering from the factory, not so much off of a distributor's shelf. Makes sense. And then uh, lastly, out of all of the markets in which pneumatic actuators are used, is there one that you would say, or several that you would say, where that you have the biggest growth potential in the next five years? That is a tough one because I think the pneumatic actuators isn't going to be that huge. In fact, there are some that we've been predicting the death of pneumatics since I got into the industry almost 20 years ago at the hands mm-hmm. of uh, electromechanical, but so far we're still alive and kicking. Do you see medical as a growing field for you? We do, but not necessarily for actuators. Okay. That is a, a focused industry for us, but we're looking at some niche applications like um, valves for oxygen concentrators. Um, rather than actuators. All right. Well, thank you again for listening. You can subscribe to Design World's Technology Tuesdays podcasts or just check out some of the other episodes at soundcloud.com slash design hyphen world. And you can always get the latest need-to-know engineering information online at www.designworldonline.com. Hope to see you next time.